rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, we, this is yet, reasonable. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We got you. Yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm not This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when a motherfucker got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. We're back. Me and Magic Mike only tonight like this. The original essence is here. How we started. Shout out to Sound Guy Mike, a.k.a. Catfish Jesus. What's up, world? What's up, world? Z-Man on the camera. What's happening? Z-Man is is, is a part of the show now. He he bought a six-pack. Heineken's. Man. That's all it takes for you, huh? Man, that's all it takes. A new edition song and, and a six-pack of Heineken, and you're everybody's best friend. Bombs! <laughs> Might drink the Heineken and bust my enemy upside his head. I don't give a fuck. You just went on record as saying that um, you have to listen to Ralph Tresvent's voice to keep you from going nuts and doing some harm to, physically harm to other people. Get it right, man. Is that true? Don't act like I'm, listen, get it right. I said that keep me from (laughs) shooting niggas at night. (laughs) Pop. Exactly. (laughs) God damn. Damn, that motherfucking bang. Pop that shit again, man. You hear that shit? Yeah, we was doing the mic. Yeah. We was doing the mic check and I started singing Lost in Love. <laughs> and I said, Yeah. Ralph the shit, he keeps me calm. Right. <laughs> Not no damn whispers and Lost in Turn Out with Olivia. Hey, look, check this out, right? Um, I went to go get my hair cut. Was it Saturday or Friday? Was it Friday? Had it been Friday? No, it, had to be, it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Came into the shop Saturday. Of course, you know, DJ Heineken, a.k.a. Magic Mike, um, goes into his spiel and starts DJing uh, on his phone. And I swear, for the last five, six fucking days, I've been playing nothing but the Isley Brothers. The Isley Brothers. What's wrong with the Isley Brothers? Nothing. But DJ Heineken, a.k.a. Magic Mike 32 on Twitter and on Instagram, played the Isley Brothers, and he played this one song called um, All In My Lover's Eyes. It's a stepping record. Right. That they use a stepping record, but it wasn't no stepping record back then. I, I don't know. Anyway, it came out in the 80 and 81. I swear, as a law my witness. I've been playing that one fucking record for 75 times. I cannot get the fucking record out of my mind. So look at look look at the, the state of Chicago today. A lot of shit going on, right? Right. A lot of, lot of craziness. Niggas walking with their ass out. Niggas walking out in the middle of traffic. Like the car's supposed to stop for them like they're a fucking bus or something. Okay. And they mean mug you. Uh... It's a, it's a lot of distress out here. Right. You need certain songs to calm you down. 
I've been listening to this Mary J. Blige song called uh, Changes I've Been Going Through on the Mary What's the 401 remix. Mm -hmm. And it's the way Teddy remixed it. And it's just music is supposed to calm the savage beast, not provoke it. How many times can you listen to that one record? I've been listening to it for the last four weeks in the car. Four weeks in the car. Yeah. That's the only song I've been playing. Sunday. It's number 11. (laughs) Sunday, I'm at the popcorn shop. I played this one record. All day, this one record. Then it's a, then I found another record that came right after because I went to the album on title and played uh, uh, "I Do It All for You" by the Osley Brothers. Like I said, this album came out in 1981. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you had producers, arrangers, songwriters, composers, uh, yeah, you had all this shit, and you had cocaine. Yeah, that, that too. But you, but you had <laughs> you had a different. Feeling we wasn't they wasn't calling their women bitches out on the record. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They probably felt that way at some point in time. I know Ron Isley did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you wasn't it, it was it was a different love moment then. You know what I mean? They never use a woman up and with with all the slick talking this and that and fuck her around, go make another two or three kids outside of the family and, and fuck her life up and then by the time you come along and get eight, nine years old, you got to go to church all the time because she don't trust no man no more. So she putting all her trust in the spiritual God, which is Jesus. Pop it. Because some nigga knew how to use his pen, like, uh, like the, what's the guy, Gamelin Huff in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, the songs they wrote, Me and Mrs. Jones. Yeah. And they said they seen that, 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 that go on on a daily basis. So they used to go eat... They used to go, come from the studio, uh-huh. go downstairs, and have a lunch, or they, you know, get something to eat in the restaurant. And they would see this dude meet up with his side piece. Right. And they had to change the name to me and Mrs. Jones because they knew the two of them name. Right. But they was having, they was talking about, we got a thing going on. Like, right. you know, basically, this is my side piece. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's the dynamics of love is so... Crazy, like some people can get so much in, so far in love that they can never love another person ever again in life. But then you, some people are just in love for the business of love. You That's true. I mean? That's true. Some people are just in love for the. What do you mean by that? The business, like they just in love. Like she can really don't stand, can't stand her husband. He not the man that she really is attracted to. Like, like, but he's a great working man. He has a great job. Just he's to give a you an example. Hey, uh, just he not, takes okay, care of his right, family. Right, just to give yeah. you an example. But um, then you have Magic Mike on the side dropping dick off on him <laughs> in the back of the barbershop. <laughs> I'm dropping dick off. Shout out to Lil Duval with that one. <laughs> we still got to work on that song that you got to come out with, Mike. Yeah, they, 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 those was my old days. I don't I do not do that. No, we got to come out with, we gotta no come out with that song. No logo on Wednesdays because I'm in the, doing podcasts. Thursdays, I got your wife in the back of the shop. Bless Damn. Pop it. I mean, but you, you realize, like I said, um, I mean, he was playing all these songs. He went from uh, Isley Brothers to uh, um, Shaka Khan, um, then went to uh, uh, his, his, money, his money player right there, Alexander O'Neill. Um, didn't play Johnny Gill. Didn't play New Edition. Controversy. You didn't play any new edition? Because they expect me to play that, but I know how to get They was going to ridicule the shit out of his ass, I don't, especially I don't, I, the guy right next to him named I, Black. I, I could care less about them ridiculing me. Did you play any Bobby Brown? 
No. Of course I did not because I gave them all that shit the night before. <laughs> well, they've been fucking with me ever since the concert. But you got to, like, music is, is common. But they, what they don't know is when you're drinking and the music making you feel a different way, certain, certain type of way, Hell yeah. it really makes you drink more. So you can really get into it. Like, it's, it's, it's R&B, then it's slow song. It's medium R&B, the contemporary, then it's the slow songs. It's the 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 song that you really can't play. You can't really play As Relayed by Shirley mm. Maddox by a lady that's been cheated on multiple times. Yeah. You can't play uh, Silly of Me by Denise Williams. Have you ever heard that song by before? By Side Chick. Which song? As We Lay? By Shirley Murdoch. Z Man, you familiar with that record? I couldn't. I don't know it by name, but if I heard it, I probably, I probably this know. This morning, hey, sunlight shines across your sleeping. This is what I want you to do. Hey, bitch, what the fuck is you singing for? This, oh, you to fuck my family up. You need to come over here and get my clothes with me because this bitch could put me out. This, you <laughs> let me sleep till the sun came up, bitch. I'm dead. Right. <laughs> this is your assignment as a producer and engineer. Got me fucked up. Go listen to, go go when you leave here, go on YouTube and listen to that fucking record. Text me the text me the name of the song. I'm, it's called As We Lay I will. As, As We, we Lay by Shirley Murdoch. Right. Not that record caused so much controversy in the households back in the eighties. We talking about between eighty two to eighty six. No, no, no. It was, right. it was it came out like eighty six. Came out eighty six? Eighty six, eighty seven. No. No. I, you, I huh? guarantee you. Yeah, when it come out, it didn't come out in eighty two. Look! Look it up right quick. Yeah, that came out. In you know, we, we have a, we have a Z man, the research department. When I look used to up. when I used to go to clubs a lot and shit like that, like when I when I used to be out in Cali, there's only like I'd be drinking. And I know what you're talking about. Like music can definitely put you in a different mood, especially when you out and you drinking. Uh huh. Go ahead. You know, and um, when you're out and you're drinking and I'd be in a good mood and shit like that, bitches is twerking and all that, and then next thing you know, Lil John tear the club up. Come on, man. You know what I'm 81? saying? And then 86. Psh, 86. 86? I told you. Fuck. That was a year after I was born. But then Lil John would come on and I'm, I'm fighting nigga. Yeah, yeah, you would fight. You're going to fight with Lil John. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm glad that we didn't bet. No, I'm glad I, we didn't I, bet. I, I, I wouldn't have bet you on that because uh, I, I basically know the, know, the, know the music. 86, when As We Lay came out. Yeah. It, it, it caused so much controversy. Um, sound guy, Mike Z, man, Magic Mike, that, you know, it, the talk was, you know, this was the side chick's anthem. It gave them a voice. You know what I'm saying? It gave them a voice, but, you know, she was hated for making that kind of fucking record. If your mama had a pretty friend and your mama was ugly, when that song came out, she probably wasn't friends with the pretty girl. Nine times out of ten, you're the side chick. There's always a need for side chicks. Because... A man always has a one that always has had a wonder and I. Always. And my uncle told me that years ago. You know what's you know what's better than some pussy? I said, what? He said some new pussy. Bombs. And that fucked me up. Wait, 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 man. Come on, man. You cannot cheat. You... Don't cheat Magic Mike when he make them cliche punchlines. Let's try this again. Say it again, Magic. My uncle told me, you know what's better than some pussy. I said, no, what? He said, some new pussy. And and you got to really understand that. It it take a it take a minute. Cause at the time he called me when I was fucked up. Uh-huh. But my little high school sweetheart. How old were you? I was shit, I was eighteen. Okay. 
And I was fucked up. Yeah. And she, shit, nigga, I wasn't doing nothing. But she she was mature than me. Was this the kerosene uh, um, sex chick? Yeah. Okay, okay. The best I understand. Peed. The best that ever peed. I oh, got you. Okay, okay. Yeah. The ke- yeah. Um, when I used to have the headaches about everything, and, and the, after being over our house and all that, no heat. As a side <laughs> note, you can tell that um, Delcy's not here. Um, it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Delcia. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Delcia. He's he coming up quick. Love you, Delcia. She's down in um, she's down in Texas. She took a flight down to Texas because she heard about Applebee's having all you can eat wings. Thirteen dollars. Her and two friends went down to D- D- Dallas, Texas, to go eat all you can eat wings at Applebee's. All flats. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me All know. Flats. Let me know. You bring the taser or, or the or the or the mace. I just want. Yeah, I want to clear out. Yeah, yeah. Taser or the mace. Um, That's y'all little thing. Y'all do that. All later. flats and uh, uh, all the you can eat wings. She's right now in the hotel room somewhere in Texas, um, rubbing her belly, oh. farting, oh. and full. She's probably listening to this right now. Pop it. You motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to my man, Sour Dutch. He came through last week. Shout out to him. You know, he called me and let me know. He moved up the aisle with a fat white chick named Katie Lou. She did his dreads. He sat in between her legs. She's 300-something pounds. He's in love. <sighs> Sour. Katie Lou no, no. And, and Sour Dutch. They both smoking weed right now. He quit the post office, said, fuck it. He took a drive up there with her. You gotta be lying. Moved up there with her and her two kids. Are you a cyclone from Iowa State or a Hawkeye <laughs> with the Iowa? No, you can't do that, man. Sour it, sold out to the white woman. Not the big girls. All the black women should be mad about Sour Dutch. Yes, that deep voice. He's got his big nose and some white bitch pussy as we so speak right now. he ain't right gonna now. be on the podcast no more. I hope not. Boss! <laughs> yeah, they're going to be here waiting on you, boy. <laughs> That's why I came today, because I, I, I understand why you, because you was late last week, and we got out. Yeah, yeah, I did it on purpose. I knew yeah, what was going yeah. I knew what was happening. Yeah. I knew yeah, what was happening. We got at you. Real quick. Go ahead. I just want y'all to rewind right quick. <laughs> Chime in on the Facebook page for Reasonable Ignorance. Reasonable Ignorance podcast fans, and let us know what music calms you, what songs calm calm you down, and what song do you play repeatedly. Nine times out of ten, if you played uh, Tupac, uh, Thug Life, I ain't got time for bitches. Got to keep my mind on my motherfucking riches. Uh, nine times out of ten, you uh, call it domestic. Pop it. <laughs> if you if if you played Damn, uh, bitches a, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. The last song on the chronic, you played that because you thought about somebody that hurt you deeply, yeah. that you really were feeling, and she didn't give you the the time of day. So that song takes you to another place and puts you in that that my gangster mode shit. But you really what? You probably brought a teddy bear back from Great America or took it to Great America, and she played you when you got back when you hugged the nigga next door to her. <laughs> um. 
Let you know on the way back. You know I ain't really feeling you like that. But bitch, you should have said that. Thanks for the teddy bear, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should have said that before we got on this. <laughs> but you know, don't you like to see them girls now? Maybe busted. Yeah. You catch them at the gas station with no bra on. Be like, you still got some big nipples. Yeah. Got 12 kids, huh? That's what I'm Hey, check this out. That's the truth. I mean, you ever run into some of the bras that you, that you like, damn. They look fucked up now, Bitch, man. you should have gave me a shot of ass. I done came across a couple of them. I, you know, you should have gave me a, you you spoke you were supposed to give me a shot of ass, but you clowned me back in high school and shit. That'd be the Lord working in mysterious ways. And then you then you he could have had you stuck in that situation. Bro, that shit's called karma. Fuck you talking. Yeah, about? he could have you stuck <laughs> in it like old girl. I used to write. I can't say her name because we cool now. Yeah, I used to write a letter every day, and every day she circled no. And to this day, when I see her, she be slapped drunk. Really. Burping and Michael, bring me two dollars to the door, all in the door of the shop. Slapped. Wow. Drunk. Wow. And I'd be like, thank you, Lord. But, but it, I feel you on that. I feel thank you, on that you 100%. Lord. 100%. I could not say this. You ain't come across. Now, you mean to tell me, let me ask you this. When you have, you know, when you have, because uh, uh, you're the king of 1988 at Harper, um, Harper High School, I've never been on a map other than this guy here. Um, he's the king of Harper High School. Um, 80s, uh, 80s classes. Niggas in 90s did not graduate. Um, so for you, I'm there, Vanessa Fraction. There. <laughs> Who? Vanessa Fraction. What year? 98. Your boy there, Trauma. That's two niggas. Bombs. <laughs> two niggas. Quite a few people graduated, man. You just don't know. I'm just Right. I, I don't know anybody yeah. from Harper High School but him and, and Trauma. And that's it. Run over there and just say GDK. Everybody that graduated going to whoop your ass. Pop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That's, that's, that's suicide right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? But termites. You know, they going to come out there and cry. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> the girls. Like if I ran into Yeah, you run, you run into, have you run into some of um, the women that, that didn't give you a shot of ass back then? Yeah, I'm, I'm proud they didn't. You proud? Yeah. Why? Cause they, they they took a turn for the worse, you know. They life got a little rough on them, you know. They they indulged in a little bit more than the the, the Hennessy and the, the beer, you know what I mean? Right. And so you you look at a girl like uh, shit. She gonna never listen to this, Keisha. Keisha, I was going with I was when I was going with with my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Man, Keisha used to I used to kiss her. Okay. Because I was liking her. Right. So I ain't know my high school sweetheart was really my sweetheart at the time. So this is like the first three weeks. So I kissed Keisha, Keisha one day. She had some red lipstick on, so I called myself right my lips off. Because I know my girl going to be coming around the corner in a second. So I look at Jarrell like my boy Jarrell, like, man, my lipstick gone? He said, yeah. Who comes right around the corner? She's like, who you been kissing? Man. So I had to run to somebody like, like I got lipstick on? <laughs> Nigga, my lips was red. Like I had about 40 red cherry nollies. You went into, you went into acting mode, huh? Nigga, I was a drill. I said, nigga, I thought you said the lipstick was going. He was like, oh, that's what you said? <laughs> I was like, nigga. Man, that girl didn't talk to me for like about, probably like the rest of the day. This is like no, third period. Mm. So, you know, that's like you fucked up now. So now I got to tell Keisha, like, look. I go with dimples. You can't be kissing on me like that. And I got to make this scene in front of 
my girlfriend at the time. No. And she played it cool. But when she saw me alone that next day, she said, nigga, you kiss me. <laughs> you know you came to me and kissed me every day. But I seen her one day, man, to make, a long, to make this long-ass story short. Mm. I seen her like about two years after high school. And she was popped off. Yeah. And that, that, that hurt me. And all her girls stayed. They maintained. You know what I mean? Like they, they're my girls now. When they, we the reunions, they birthdays, all that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lisa Young, Tina Tolliver, Alicia Moffat, uh, Roshana Lipscomb, uh, Jackie, all all the girls. Tony, you know what I'm saying? They all maintained, and she the only one that really fell out and came to the succumb to the right. to the drugs, and it, it it fucked me up. And one day I seen a man like a like two or three years late after that. I seen. I was like, "How you? How you doing? You all right?" And she was limping. I was like, "What happened?" She's like, "I got shot getting off the bus." (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Shot getting off the bus? I'm like, "They shooting women now?" (laughs) But you know, it was just the lifestyle she was living, man. And it was, it was just like terrible to me. Right. And I felt so sorry for her. But then she got clean. And then she sent me a Facebook request, and I was like, damn, she's still dressed like she in 87, 88. You know, the same, what you said, you know what I'm saying, uh, where the bitch be pop now. It was the same thing for me when I went down to Mississippi and seen my soon-to-be ex-wife, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the last time I seen her, she was bad than a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? She was thick as hell. You know, and she was pushing my kid and another kid, you know what I'm saying, getting on the plane. That's the last time I seen her. You know, 12 years later, I go down to Mississippi and shit, see her after 12 years and shit. Pop the fuck off, Joe. And then how you were like, man, thank you, Jesus. You know, and that's that's how I felt. I was just looking at her while she was just sitting there snapping and yelling and being just ratchet and ghetto and shit. And I was just looking at her like, oh, I'm so glad I ain't with you right now. <laughs> like, Damn. Like, that saved me. Her taking out like that saved me from all the bullshit that she was finna bring, man. That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, Joe. And then when you just look at it, you know, it's just. You ever like, see that? Damn, how you ever see that person? That with you? It goes for the fellas, too. Right. Like, the guys that be like, like, nigga, you was smoother than this. What happened? Or the ones, I knew this Mexican homie, he was real clean cut, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Got really big in the coat, man. Next thing you know, he completely changed, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Man? I can't I, I stop fucking with him, man. It's a reason why your classmates tell you you look nice. <laughs> <laughs> the reason? Because you don't know it because you see yourself every day. You mm-hmm. you, you, you keep you upkeeping yourself, so you you kind of like complacent with where you are. Right. But then you see that one nigga, you be like, damn, nigga. You graduated with <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Like the class of sixty-eight, nigga. What the fuck have you been doing? And they don't they don't, you know, like everybody a chick told me this summer, she's like, Mike, you aging well. I was like, Thank you, baby. You know, I appreciate you. You you are too. And I really meant it because, you know, she was looking nice. And uh, she was like, You where your lady at? I was like, probably someone with your man. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> Boy, you ain't telling that shit. Hey, it, I promise you. You know, I sort of, I always talk like that with, with my uh, with my classmates because they, they expect they don't expect me to be preaching that shit. 
you know, they they don't want none of that. that shit. If I say the Bible verse, they probably all fall out dead. Like, nigga, you read the Bible because I'm so <laughs> terrible, and I, I'm gonna speak my mind no matter what. <clears throat> I'm not gonna go in there. I'm never gonna go somewhere and not be me. The first time you met me, I was being me, right? And that's the only person I could be. I can't, I can't fake the funk with you. And I, that's that's what I tell people I, at the I, job. Honestly, Why you want this job? Because I'm broke, <laughs> unneeded, motherfucker. I'm, I need this I'm hungry, the motherfucker. I got I'm, kids I'm, to feed. Fuck you. I ain't even had no kids. Right now. I ain't been doing no interviews for no jobs in a long time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm a creative job before. Right. Like this, this is a job to me. Hopefully, we get some sponsors if Jamal ever get out his phone. God damn. Um, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast now on SoundCloud, <laughs> now on Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you find podcasts. Download, subscribe, leave a review, comment, share, bumps. I made, I made a statement today, and of course, you know, it, it touched the nerve inside of um, at Magic Mike 32 on Instagram and Twitter. I said, uh, Z Man Catfish Jesus. I said, uh, Lamar Odom is the Bobby Brown of the NBA. I almost put, flipped the van over I was in. Lamar Odom is the Bobby Brown of NBA. Elaborate on that. What do you mean by that? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Um, a story came out today. You read the story? Did you, see, did you hear the story? You hear the story. I, I I seen the headline, but I didn't read it. He was supposed to be going gambling. I mean, he went with his. He has a girlfriend, a white girlfriend, up in um, Portland, Oregon, or something. He wanted to go gambling. Didn't have any money. He got twenty thousand dollars in debt. He lost ten thousand, and they wanted twenty thousand. Some I guess somebody loaned him some money, gave him some money, or whatever. Period. So. In essence, he couldn't come up with the with the bread. They kidnapped him in Portland for two days. Recently, to, recently, till they came up with the bread. Now, um, you could, the story's on Black Sports Online. I'll, I'm gonna go to it very shortly. But like I said, I made my statement. I still stand by it. Mike took offense, of course, because whenever you say anything about Bobby Brown or, or Robert new, Brasford Brown, new edition, you know that that's just sends him over the I, somewhere I, I, else. I still Michael don't Lamont Bivens. Okay, I don't see the connection still. Bobby Brown, crack cocaine, crack he, and cocaine. He was kidnapped by a guy named Preacher. And uh, wait, wait, wait! Now come on! Now don't 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 do that! Now hold on! Let me finish making my point. Then you can interject with your, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's ready. <laughs> Bobby Brown was on crack and did cocaine. Right. Lamar Odom was on crack and did cocaine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, those are those are Bobby those Brown are got kidnapped. Lamar Odom got kidnapped. <laughs> Bobby Brown had heart attacks, strokes. <laughs> Lamar Odom had 12 <laughs> heart attacks and six strokes while at the Bunny Ranch. Damn. Lamar, high-profile relationship marriage to Chloe. Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I can keep going now here. Now you put it in that kind of perspective, like, it's like, okay. Uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. You're leaving out something. Wait, 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 wait. They both dark-skinned. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> they both from the East Coast. Bombs. Damn, Mike, you might be. Uh... They both talk out the side of their neck, out the side of their face. Bombs. That's seven, baby. Magic Mike, your turn. Most important thing. What's that? They earned all that cash. They paid for their shit. And they blew the money. Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Bluth all the fucking money. But if they wasn't such inter- interesting figures, you wouldn't even be talking about it. Are you talking about Big Brother that's on the side of the barbershop? Hell no. How many people that's drunks, bewildered, homeless, fucked up? How many crackheads with nothing do you talk about? You're talking about two of the biggest, one of the biggest icons of an era. Okay. Bobby Brown. Right. And one of them to play with the Lakers. And won two championships with Kobe Bryant after Shaq. Right. It was traded for Shaq. Right. As a throw-in. Who had great parties, NBA parties, had great NBA stories and everything. But Lamar Odom is the Bobby Brown of the NBA. Bombs! Drugs is not who they are. It's just something they did. Don't say shit. Don't say shit. <laughs> that fucked you up. It's not who they are. It's just something they did. All right? You are enabling. Huh? You are enabling and, and covering over the truth. One of them is Lamar having... Odom is the NBA version of Bobby Brown. Bottom one, line. One of them in my favorite basketball team ever, the Lakers. And one of them just happens to be who? <laughs> my favorite artist. One of my favorite artists of all time. Hey. I don't have nothing bad to say about them. I understand. Or Alexander O'Neal. Okay, but when I said that shit, it caught <laughs> when I when I said that shit, it caught niggas off guard. Niggas was like, I want to see where you're going with this. And I laid it all out. I gave you seven you I just gave y'all seven points now. I get on Twitter I gave five points earlier. You know what I'm saying? But look at all those similarities between those two. Like I said, Magic said something, you know, caught Little, you know, little wind of feeling of it and everything, and I understand. You know who his favorite player is? Antoine Walker. He did none of that. He broke as a motherfucking window on an abandoned house right now. He had to sell his championship rings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's my guy. You, he came in the barber shop. He almost cried. He'd seen Antoine Walker come in the barber shop. He'd seen him broken, penniless. He had on some L ones walking on the back of him. Yeah. Some tight ass motherfucking joggers. He wasn't walking on the back of his hand. Uh, he seen him. No. That's where he walked. That's 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 the way that's tight. depressed. Tight. Like he, he, smushed the back down. Listen, man. And walked on the back of that motherfucker. His, 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 the same turn him into slippers. His, and I told you how I lost my virginity yeah. in the house. This yeah. was what no was heat. His? Yeah. I done been over there to his house and there was no heat. Oh my god. This was dude. The, you been over what? Yeah. This the was, same time he was walking out, like that's why I told him, man, this was come to the shop, man. I'm not coming to that motherfucking house no more. This this was when, um, was about what, what was that? Was it eight eight years ago? It, it wasn't even that long ago, man. I'm gonna tell you when it was when when he was hanging at the barbershop, really tough. When the kid got killed in the Mount Carmel, 
I mean, the Simeon Morgan Park game when Chicago State. Yeah. Okay. So it was what a couple of years ago. Um, was Derek playing then? Was yeah. Then? Yeah. When he came in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Or was he playing for the Bulls then? He's playing for the Bulls. Okay. So it, this was relatively a couple about four or five years ago, six years ago. I was taken aback as this guy changes the subject from what I'm talking about as this, far as it, Lamar. It, it don't make a difference in what, what you know. The, I, I changed I'm the talking about the parallels. Shit. Them niggas had all that money. They did what they did. They had the they had the elaborate uh, relationships, the marriages or whatever, the celebrity marriages, this and that. They fucked their money off. They had they had habits. What was his habit? Who Lamar Odom? No, Antoine Walker. Gambling. Taking care of niggas, trusting a nigga with his money over, and then he tried to take out five hundred thousand dollars and give it to Evelyn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they took two fifty of that because you can't do that. Mm-hmm. He didn't know because he was he trusted too many people. And you, I said that because you fucking with Antoine Walker, man. Yeah, you Antoine, fucking with Antoine, Antoine Walker. Walker during the era of when he was really at the apex and when he was really a baller, baller. He was one of my favorite players. I used to go, we used to go, me and him, used, me and Magic, and we used to see each other down at the Pro-Am back during the, the, the 90s, going into the 2000s, when it when it was at um, IIT. IIT. You used to play him in grammar school? Mm-hmm. So Visitation. St. Leo? Right right on uh, Austin. Yeah, yeah, right on Okay. So the thing about it is, uh, um, but Antoine, when he, he came inside that barbershop, he supposedly had a lifetime contract with Adidas. Mm-hmm. But didn't for him we see him with some 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 cheap ass Air Force Ones. That broke that broke Jamal's heart so bad. I st- I'm sitting next to my fucking idol, just looking at him and shit. Like God damn, I'm like man, where you what the fuck what Adidas said? What a tear at? coming out. What Adidas <laughs> said? I got on Adidas three stripes and shit. I bought I bought his shoes. Them, them, them crazy eights back in the day. Jamal's face was so fucked up. He sat in the shop after I cut Swan. He sat in the shop for a whole nother 30 minutes like, I can't believe he that fucked up. I, You know, I would be like that if I seen probably any member of the Wu-Tang Clan like that. I, I'd be fucked up. I'd be like, what? Well, you might get in the a lift one day if you're in New York and Capadonna. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, no, I don't. No, you know what? You know, Capadonna. I don't re- like. Yeah, Capadonna's part of him, but I don't really. He's not like. He really was supposed to be. No, that he, nigga's cold. He, that he, nigga's Capadonna. I, I didn't say he wasn't cold. I just said he's not like. Because really, he wasn't on the first album. Because he just got locked up. But he really was supposed to be on the first album. Right. But it, during the recording, and so that's why they made sure he got on the next album and, and ghost in them projects. Because he was really a member. That nigga said every yeah. other day my dress code switch. That shit was hard. I'm a Capadonna fan. Yeah, I, I know he was really a member. You See know my face on a twenty dollar bill, like... cash it in, get ten dollars back. <laughs> yeah, he. That was the that 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 whole verse. What was that on the, on on the Ghost album? I, I I can't think of what song, but the thing about it is, Capadonna was hard. Now, if you did see him shoot, you know, uh, in them gypsy cabbies, them gypsy cabs that he was doing out there on the East Coast or whatever, you'd be fucked up about it too. But mm-hmm. like you, but like you said years ago, you said them niggas uh, uh, 
they go on tour because uh, um, they go on tour because they got to support the other niggas that, that didn't have a great career, like you, God, and them. You know, um, Cabadonna. So you guys, the, the Inspector Meth, Dex. Meth, Inspector Deck was fucking cold. Ghost Deck was cold. Fuck man. Meth, Ghost, and Ray, and RZA have to go on tour with them as a collective to make sure everybody comes. Yeah. So everybody eats, right? So everybody can eat. You right. know what I mean? And so, like, Meth did it himself. And he's like, man, they fucking the two up without them two niggas being here. But they, because they had beef with Rizzo at the time. So Rizzo was right. on. So they weren't fucking around. But he was like, we got to do this shit. Because they, they got families, man. They got kids. And they got holidays coming up. I was like, y'all 5% of y'all fuck with Christmas. He's like, man, ain't no joy like seeing your kid happy on Christmas. So, and ain't no hurt like seeing them sad on Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, you in a, he's like, that 5% of shit. It's only good for certain shit. Like when you fuck with your homies in the basement and you smoking the shit and you trying to elevate your minds. He was like, but when your kid coming home and he getting bullied because he ain't got shit for the holidays and he ain't got the new shit, you know, you be fucked up. It ain't like when we was growing up. Your mama tell you, like, nigga, Christmas is rumor. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, Christmas coming up. Don't believe that shit. It's a pagan holiday, <laughs> right? So, so, so you 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 are gonna be fucked up when you when you see some shit like that. But I mean, you know, like I said, those those two they parallel. You ain't heard about no other NBA player go through go twelve fucking heart attacks and six strokes. He here for a reason. For a God reason. damn, twelve heart attacks, six strokes, and got kidnapped over twenty racks. That's how boredom. That's what how boredom. My thing. My, my my thing is, magic cat, catfish and uh, 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 Z. Why is this nigga not still involved in basketball somehow, some fucking way? Boredom is setting in. You fucked up. Why is he not involved? Still? He's probably yes. going over to China and playing. But they I'm probably nobody probably wants to fucking fuck with him after all this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's a lot, man. It's. A guy that played overseas that I grew up with, named Antoine Johnson, man, and uh, he said, "Once them checks stop coming, with the numbers you used to see on them, he said you it, it's a great dose of reality mm-hmm. that hits you, and you got to be very strong to overcome that. You got to, you got to, you know, if you got a family, you got to." Digging in them, you know what I mean. You got to dig into your kids. He say that's why a lot of, a lot of guys live vicariously through their their children. You right. know what I mean. Right. But then some guys just they get religious beliefs. You know, it's, it's it's different outlets. You know what I mean. Older guys turn to young girls. You know, the thing about when uh, Moses Malone, Daryl Dawkins, and there was another one. They all died within a four week span. Mm-hmm. They was fucking young girls. Of the, uh, the 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 pills. Okay, and they fucked them up. They all died from heart attacks. Right. You know what I mean. And right. it was like 60, 58, You know, sixty three. That's young. Honestly, that's like young. Exactly. Like an old but man. they was they that's was like using the uh, old man stage. They was using the hard uh not the Cialis but the uh, the Viagra's and drinking. You know that that shit. 
Man, I took one of them bitches. You, you get, you, you get. I took one of them bitches. We'll, we'll get to your story. Go ahead. Man, you, you get fucked up. <laughs> and that should have, that should have sent you over the edge. Okay, but what, okay. you mean tell me he is nothing that he can do in basketball right now. It's like, can he go out? It, it, this, the, the league now is, is uh, three and deep. Um, the league now is is with the big man. It's, it's a league where he could he he could have he was before his time. It might be re- rejection. He might be getting rejected a lot with the, with the coaching jobs. What a, a lot of guys. It's lot, not even about coaching jobs no more. He could get player development. Why don't he do something like like how LeBron did? LeBron opened a school. But like, that's thinking out no fucking the, money. You see, mm. get kidnapped for twenty racks. Yeah, but then he, he probably, get kidnapped for twenty bucks. That he could, sounds he like could have been choices. playing possum too, though. Like these niggas ain't gonna, you know, they could have been playing possum. Like I ain't giving these niggas no twenty thousand, you know, just just under the, that act. Like I, I really ain't doing that. This nigga got millions. He got he got millions, and he got one phone call to Chloe. He's still married to Chloe. They still give him a. a, a, a I ain't uh, married no more. They divorced. They finally got the divorce. Yeah. I mean, but the, the, he could be doing he could be doing uh, um, training some of these NBA players just to keep his ass busy. To keep his boredom is a motherfucker. Tell his ass to go fishing. Uh, that, that's something like that. <laughs> yeah. Boredom is a motherfucker. I, I know he's been through a lot where he, he lost his child. Thing. He lost his child. His best friend died of an overdose. I understand all that. His mama. Mama his died of overdose. His, his mama, grandmama. Yeah, they they had cancer. You know, okay. he, he, got a, he, got a, he got a hell of a upbringing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for I, him to even I make it to the NBA is, is just phenomenal anyway. But I remember I remember him back in 98 when he was balling for uh, uh, Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Yeah. And they was on TV. You know what I'm him. saying? Because of him. Yeah. So they was balling it for him and Catino. Yeah, Mobley. You know, they ain't never put no fucking Rhode Island on TV. Until it, unless the motherfuckers could actually really ball, and they had the, uh, the little light skinned guard Wheeler. I don't remember the, the little light, Tyson light Wheeler. Tyson Wheeler. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like you know. Uh, go ahead. You Rhode Island, I, I University of Rhode Island. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, I was like, Rhode Island. Right. <laughs> That's a bad University of Rhode Island. Yeah. That basketball team was on the NBA. I'm not NBA. Was on NCAA, um, and and because because of the. Because of uh, Lamar and because of uh, I used Casino. to watch college basketball. So he didn't too. go to a high profile school because they were the school that could get the job that could seal a deal for him. So they hired his high school coach, made him an assistant coach. He gets paid, and then he brings Lamar there with him. <laughs> they make it happen. You know, deals like that don't happen no more because now you got to be there if. if, if Say if uh, Robert Simeon was to go to Duke, right? He couldn't go the same year as one of his players. He had to go there a year before, or a year after, or a year after. Okay, and, and, but but they can't go there together, right? You know because they 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 know somebody got paid, right? It's, it's blatant, man. I had a um, I had a friend in the military who uh, lived in Ohio and shit, and he stories. actually stories. He actually, he used to play against LeBron 
back in, in high school and shit like yeah. that, you know? And he said that people, which is funny why you're talking about Rhode Island, you know what I'm saying, and how uh, people would, you know, come out to see, you know, just Antoine Walker. And, um, well, that's how I guess it was with LeBron, because Le- but LeBron, I guess, would just destroy every single team that, you know, yeah. he, he played against. He would score, yeah. like, the first 50 points and then just let the team fucking score the rest of them. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? It's like the people, I mean, LeBron, I'm not going to fucking deny. LeBron is a phenomenal fucking basketball player. You know what I'm saying? One of the best ever. Ever, ever, you know, hands down. But at the same time, it's like I I be feeling like sometimes people go to these small-ass towns, you know, like, okay, you can't compare a kid who's been playing basketball his entire life out here from the city to a kid who's been playing basketball his entire life out in the country. You know what I'm saying? So when you take a kid who's been who's like been dominating in the city and then yeah, he's not going to get shine and shit like that because there's a million other fucking kids just like him. You know what I'm saying? You take his ass out to like the country, suburban ass and motherfucking bum bum fuck Egypt. And then next thing you know, this kid's a fucking star because he's just shitting on everyone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, sometimes I'd be feeling like that's how some of these NBA players got in the league, man. You know what I'm saying? The ones that were like, oh, he dominated in fucking high school. It's like, well, look who he played against. You know what I'm saying? Like, do this shit out in the city. Right. I mean... Some niggas playing a pickup game, a street ball, cross your ass over. You know what I'm saying? Nasty style. And he'll be only like 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild Shit. out here. Probably 12. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kids is wild out here with these. Give me a rewind. Tony Braxton goes on Ayala and says, I don't like none of no, none of my family. And they went to, they went, they, the, the picture, I mean, the cameraman, the camera panned to every person in the room. She said, I don't like none of them. I don't like nobody. I love them, but I don't like none of them. Mother, all four or five sisters, father. Your thoughts? It's rough. Did the father fail as a father? Because... Yeah, he was, I think he tricked off and, and left the mother and shit like that. Go ahead, though. So that that his most... Uh, I think he was a pastor, too. Yeah, a preacher or something yeah, like that. Yeah, his most celebrated daughter. You know, sometimes them be the worst kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They say that the, the teachers, the uh, policemen and the pastors, children, people in authority, children be the worst because they're so busy, worried about other people. They never had their own time to... Straighten right. up their own homes. You know what I mean? Right. You, you don't, if, if, uh, that's damn near like me, <laughs> never cutting my son's hair. Because I, got some, <laughs> because I always yeah. cutting somebody, somebody else's hair. Yeah, right. yeah. You know what I mean? So, what, what's the old gospel song? Sweep around your door before you sweep around somebody else's door? Right. You got to make sure your house is on, intact right. first. You know, his, his daughter probably lashing out now at 50. She probably lashing out now crying out for help still. Mm-hmm. She probably just just don't know how to love them. A lot of lot of children do that. You know what I mean? If, even though they grown, they be hurt. Mm-hmm. And once you hurt, man, that that shit really never goes away until you get some counseling and try to rectify it and 
ask, you got to ask our daddy, right. why was you doing this? Why was you doing that? Did you, you know, that fucked up me and her relationship. Me and my sister's relationship with each other. And that made me look at my mama like this because she was weak and she accepted what you did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you hear children say that to you, man, it's a fucked up feeling. It's a fucked up feeling. I done had my goddaughter say that about my oldest too. You know what I mean? To me. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell her, like, look, you don't know our situation. So I, I, I became the bad guy because I got to cover for things that was going on in our relationship. All right. So you don't know what your mother was doing. You know what I mean? To make me. So I said, all right, I, I accept that. I'll be the bad guy here for this. You know what I'm saying? But you get tired of being the bad guy. Though. No, you know what it is? Mm-hmm. They come back when they start seeing the shit happening to them. Okay. And then when they find out the truth about their mama. Right. So then they come back. The bad guy tells the truth. And then you don't never tell them when they find out, they come back and say, oh, I didn't know. I know you didn't know. You was a kid. You had no business knowing what what was going on in a grown person's relationship. Right. You were supposed to stay in a kid place. But then you got older. You became grown in age. Right. You, you start getting you some dick. You thought you knew everything about life because you got some dick. Right. You just got your cherry pop. Yeah. You don't know nothing about this life and how it's going to really go. So then when you, when you get your little heart broken, you start talking with your mama, and she start telling you the things that she did. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now it's a whole different story. Now it's let's all come to the table and talk. No, I don't want to talk at that table. Fuck that table. Right. Because she can't really talk. She can't. You need to talk to your mama and your daddy about that situation. You know what I mean? I'm just the god daddy that happened to. You say you just the god daddy. I'm just the god daddy to start talking to your mama and had two children. So we was we was bogus from the jump, huh? You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't, you don't see nothing from that. But then once, so you need to talk to your daddy and ask her, ask him how did I get in the driver's seat? Why the fuck did he get out the driver's seat? You know what I mean? Right. But people don't 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 see it like that. And children don't see it like that. So Tony Braxton really cr- crying out, and she needs some help. She really, really wants to know what the fuck happened, which you really don't want to know. Children don't. You don't really want to know what your mom was doing in high school. Your auntie gonna tell you. Who really know you? Yeah. Your mama's best friend gonna tell you. Who really it. know? You know what I'm saying? But you don't really want to know that shit. You know, I um. He the first thought in the family. I, I, Pop it. <laughs> right. I I I um I, I kind of feel fortunate because uh, me and my mom have a really good relationship. Even though like she was the one, it's usually the dad that fucking takes off. Well, she was the one that took off. You know what I'm saying? Your mom took off. Yeah, my mom okay. took off, and my dad raised us. Okay. You know? Um. But I didn't know why the hell she took off. I was just like how you said a kid needs to stay in his kid's uh, spot. You know, I didn't know what the fuck she took off for. So the the whole time, like my entire life growing up, I'm like, fuck my mom. You know what I'm saying? She's a bitch for all this shit. You know, di- you know, just leaving us like that and shit. But then come to find out when as I get older, my dad was whooping her ass and shit. You know what I'm saying? And doing all that shit. And so, you know, uh, that's kind of crazy when you get older and then you you find out all that shit, you know. I did. Did, um... 
how was how was how were you able to bridge the that gap between you and her later weed we smoked some weed together wow. simple as that Whoa. we smoked some weed together and then We've been cool ever since, man. <laughs> she told me a bunch of shit, you know, and told me, about, like, a lot of her past. And, like, because my mom, you know, she came from the Philippines. You feel me? So she told me what it was like with life in the Philippines and how when she came over here, you know, the entire culture was completely different, you know. And her, the Filipino way back then of thinking was backwards compared to how Americans thought, you know. So her... Like, her mentality was, like, way different from Americans. You know what I'm saying? But You said it's way different? Yeah, it was back then, you know. She's been here forever now, so. Okay. You know. But I see what you're talking about, you know, because the whole time, like, I was like, man, she fucking did this and she yeah. fucking did that. And then come to find out, it's really the reason is because of my dad. Yeah. You know, the one, the motherfucker that's sitting here with me every fucking day. And I seen him. I went out and I seen him, you know, probably about a month ago. You know, and I was sitting at the table, and then we were eating uh, lunch and shit, and he started talking about my mom. You know, so that started kind of like, oh, you feel me? I didn't want to talk to him about her. You feel me? He's like, oh, you know what she did, and blah, blah, and I told him, I'm like, no, 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 man. I was like, like, pump your brakes. Like, hold up. There's a lot of things you could have did differently back then. You know, yeah. now that I'm a man and I have a family with kids, you know what I'm saying? My family loves, my, my family is all love and all inclusive. You know, I grew up in a dysfunctional-ass fucking family, you feel yeah. me? And so I told him, I'm like, dude, there was a lot of things you could have did. You never took my mom out. You know, you never took her to a fucking date, a movie, nothing, no shit like that. You would come home drunk as fuck, whoop on her, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And so it was like, for him to try to be like, oh, well, she left us and all this. Motherfucker, she had a right to, you know what I'm saying? So... Now that I'm older, and it, I mean, but how it's all changes how, now. How old were you and her? How old were you um, when she left? Yeah, <sighs> thirteen maybe. How were you when you when you are reconnected? I was out the military. Yeah, so I was about twenty twenty two. So that nine year gap. Yeah. Did she try to stay in contact with you during that nine years at all, or she did not? She tried, but it was more like I was like, no, no. No, no, just shunning her away, shunning her away. Okay, you know, and then she she couldn't take it no more, and she came out here. She because she was in Florida, and she's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need to see my kids, you know. Mm -hmm. And so she came out, and then that's when, you know, she had told me all this stuff, and she's like, No, Mike, you really need to sit down. You really, really, really need to talk to me, and I really need to let you know what happened, you know. And so. Yeah, what Michael said was right, dude. Like, you, as a kid, you don't want to hear the fucking truth because you're fed this bullshit your entire fucking time. You know what I'm saying? And then when you finally hear the truth, it fucks you up. You know what I'm saying? So like how's, the, your, how's your relationship with your father now because of what you heard and, and, and everything? Did you and him have a talk about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, we did. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, a father, he's just going to look at you and be like, man, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know nothing about this. Like, that wasn't really none of your business and shit. But I told him, like, look, that was fucked up. You feel me? But it's the past. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to be the one to hold grudges against the people who brought me into this world. You know what I'm saying? So I went out and I seen him. Took him out to lunch and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So 
So, okay. Magic Mike. Yo. Z-Man. Hand claps for Z-Man finally getting on the mic. <laughs> Say something to the people, Z-Man. What up, world? You got to get closer to the mic, Z-Man. What up, world? Um, shout out to everybody in the podcast. That's <laughs> Gizzarelli up there in Milwaukee. Um, Big Squeezo. Uh, Jessica Starright. Um, uh, Ernest Lyles, who posts all, every, all the funny shit um, in, in the uh, Reasonable Ignorance podcast fan group and everything. That's my man. Got the Pasta News haircut. Haircut. Plug one. Yeah. Plug you see two. Them, you see them in the shop the other day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good yeah. good peoples. Good peoples. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody that, that rocks out. Shout out to Annika down there in Florida. Cheapalicious, yeah. Um, everybody that rocks with the podcast. All 142 of you all. Yeah. All 300-something of you all. Um, the ones that leave comments, the ones that don't, the ones that silently listen. Shout out to you also. The truck drivers, the people in the military that's uh, abroad, that's missing Chicago. There may not be another Chicago when you get back here. As this Venn Dyke uh, verdict right. don't go right. Chicago, as you know, it may not be the same. If, if the verdict does not go. He's gotten you know, charged so far. I mean, like yeah, I don't mean nothing. He ain't he ain't convicted yet, but right, he yeah, got charged, yeah, he got the murder one. So this guy said, "Have you been watching the trial?" I've been I've been uh I've been looking at it. I've been retweeting it and everything. Facebook Live. Um, no, that's 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 uh my other live Instagram. Oh, it's Instagram Live. Yeah. Okay, IG Live. IG shout out to IG Live on Magic Mike Thirty Two right now. Um, I've been following it. He shot at the what did he say? He shot at he shot at the guy sixteen he, times. He said he was shooting at him on the ground because he was shooting at the knife. <laughs> I know several people that come in the barbershop that could have gave him a better lie. I know one guy that could have gave him a lie. He could have later said the case is dismissed right now. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> or he's this, guilty, yeah. No, he's he's, he's he he got out. He would have got off. He would have walked scot free. Right. The only person that, that <laughs> this this great lie, I'm talking about great lies. The devil calls this nigga for lies. Yeah. No ass who. Um so you've been following it? Have you been following it all on social media? Have either one of you all been following it? I can't stand to watch it, bro. Okay. Have you been watching Sound Guy? Um if something new pops up, yeah, I'll take a listen. Your thoughts on what you've been seeing and and hearing and listening to and looking at what's been typed on all by all the reporters. Supposedly they had to escort some reporter out of there or arrest some a reporter the other day. It's um, a bunch of mumble jumble. They gave a simulated simulation to the shooting. Why you give a simulation to the shooting and we got a video? What's the difference? Y'all going Spend all this money on a simulation. They said she tore she tore that ass, his ass up on, on that stand. And he got a video. He cried. He didn't to cry. Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Yeah. There's never in the history of policemen in Chicago one went to jail for killing somebody. Never. So 
actually, this guy has been taught this. Van Dyke. You've he's never seen. History. Huh? He's, he's making history right now. So have you have you ever seen a black policeman? Let, 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 let's, let's ask yourself this. What would have happened if that had been a black policeman shot a white kid 16 times? Think about that. Have you ever seen a black policeman even pull over somebody white? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I ain't never even seen that. Never? Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, and talk shit to them. Snatch them out the car, kick them in the ass. No, I ain't seen that shit. Give them a wedgie. All that old shit. Right. They don't, no. because black cops ain't nothing but new age slaves. That's all they are. Uh, words by Sound Guy Mike. Sound guy. Appreciate you, man. Catfish Jesus. You, you, you give us some a, a different perspective. Uh yeah, the raw, the raw perspective it yeah. is. You roll like just like that jersey, boy. All Iverson yeah. I know this had to be your best favorite basketball player. Because you keep it off the cuff. Fuck it. Pop it. <laughs> this is your question, man. This is your question. So with 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 according to what's gonna happen is with the um the verdict. The city of Chicago is going to shut down. No CTA, buses, no L, trains running, nothing. So that means we don't go buy no gas. We don't buy no blunts. You do all that shit the day before. What you do that day is when they come out with the not guilty verdict, you get to know your neighbors. You get to know your family. You don't send nobody to school. You don't do shit. Nigga, fuck that. I'm looting. Don't, don't, you don't tear up your own. You see what happened? In, it, I'm not tearing up my own. I'm tearing up theirs. What are you talking so that's, about? So that's why they shutting it down. That's why they shutting down the public transportation. I mean, they, they go. And they going to have are it. Are you serious? They, 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 I'm deadly fucking serious. You dead ass? Dead ass. As New York niggas say you dead ass? Yeah. So what happened in. The, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's getting to the point where my girl is like, look, you have kids. You can't. Go out there and be on the exactly. You can't. You can't. You know, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That kid was a kid. Fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? But we got to. We got to hit them yeah. in a different from a different angle. They want us to do that, so that's why they shut down. They're home. expecting us to do that, yeah. but people don't understand and believe the reason why they're gonna cut down, cut off the CTA and the MB and and the uh, the L. The red line only, right? And the nothing. 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 Uh, green line, so they, so they can't no really, service at all. Period. So they for can't, nobody. You had the transportation, so then they cut off all the streets, so you can't get to the mag mile. So we let let's just not do nothing with our money. Let's show them where we really at. Let's show them how much black people in this city really makes this city move. The protests are already being planned at city hall and at the Chicago Police Academy. We just don't move. Don't move. Don't Man. do nothing. Don't spend a dime. As long as there's liquor stores, motherfuckers are spending dimes. Do you see him getting um, the verdict going guilty? It'll be the first time ever that a, a, a white guy goes to jail for killing a black person. A policeman. Didn't the police get found guilty in um, Texas? That was the black cop that got found guilty in Minnesota for killing a white lady. Oh, I thought that was, okay. Yeah, it was something. No, no, it was a white cop that got. It was a white cop that got got it was a convicted. White cop just recently got. A couple of weeks ago, it did. Oh, I didn't 
Uh, well, I know no one has never went to jail here in Chicago. None of these Irish guys has never went to jail. And that was the first time in like 40 years or 50 years that a cop got convicted yeah. in right. Texas. Right, right, yeah. correct. So you see the, what the what the looting did to the West Side in April 1968? Yeah. The West Side has never recovered from that. 40 year, 50 years later, it's not recovered. Whatsoever. 50 years later. So we can't go that route. Joe, you can't say it never recovered when niggas is on the same shit, ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? If motherfuckers ain't doing shit, it's not gonna get. Sound guy, Mike. Let me. T- let, Those let, builders let, was never re. We, those, let us take you off the ledge. Do not go looting, yeah. please. Do, because don't. the only thing they, the West Side has down here is Madison Pulaski. Yeah, that's the only thing they have. It was a thriving community. You had the Black Panthers and you had the Vice Lords, who started as an organization who was about taking care of the West Side. Joe, I wasn't gonna. You don't. You don't go to black neighborhoods, Joe. Don't do that. You don't. Well, first of all, you don't do that to fucking innocent goddamn people. But you definitely do that to some fucking some 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 city shit. But you don't. You don't. They're not gonna have us in that area. <laughs> you are gonna go on Oak Street on Oak Street and, and go looting all the bulk. Uh, uh-huh. If it could get close and all them places down. There. If it could get close to it. Yeah. That shit is gonna be. They got. They out. got. They got. They got a, a plan straight. Uh, what they. They're talking about trying to. They've been talking to the, the black clergy. They're talking to all the all the fraternities and sororities in the black community. They know what the fuck is going to go down, Joe. If like, the verdict does not go our way, if it doesn't go the way it's fucking supposed to go, correct. You know what I'm saying? What's the point of a justice system? You know what I'm saying? If this shit doesn't fucking go correctly, and if this shit doesn't go correctly, then I, I you know what? Honestly, honestly, I, I might be talking this shit right now. You know what I'm saying? But when the guilty verdict fucking doesn't happen, you know what I'm saying? You want to know what they're going to do here? What? Nothing. They're going to protest. And that's not going to solve anything. They're going to march. And that ain't going to do fucking shit. That's why I haven't been following this trial. Because I already know what's going to happen. You don't think no, nobody's... You think you're, you're, found not guilty. You're, you're saying not guilty. Not guilty. No matter what. Really? Why are you saying that no, not guilty? Like Mike said, it's been what, eighty years since somebody got found guilty uh-huh. in Chicago, or how many years? I mean, it ain't gonna change tomorrow or whenever the verdict comes in. You don't think so? Nah. What do you think? I don't want to say it live on the air, because if it does come to truth, then it could get used. I'm so saying I'm that gonna I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that they're gonna they're gonna find him guilty. I think that that jury is going to find him guilty. What do you say? You think uh, an Irish man is going to go to the penitentiary in Chicago? Yes. Uh, and a, and and a police force that's taught to kill. Yes. Trained to kill. Yes. Uh, blacks. Yes. Like hunting animals. Yes. Eight white people. Is going to find a white man guilty of killing uh, a black young teenager. The whole seven. jury is white? Eight black. Eight, eight white, one black, one Chinese. And uh, what, what's the other one? Uh, oh, he's getting off, dude. He's getting off like a motherfucker. Well, be prepared for a hung jury. A hung jury will keep everybody in suspense for a retrial. A hung jury. So that that's giving another eighteen months or so. So we talk about here in Chicago. 
So I can see that playing out. There you go. Okay. I can see that shit playing out. Same thing happened with that Michael Scott in um Charleston or Yeah. The um the federal government put him in jail. Okay. That's I can see that happening. In jail, in jail for, you know, civil rights violations or some shit like that. So the, I mean, because they, they're trying to play up that the kid was on PCP at the time or whatever, you know. Same thing with the Rodney King. Those guys went to jail. Even though they were found not guilty in mm-hmm. California, the federal government put them in jail. I'm going to say, I'm going to say they're going to find them guilty. Mike, you're saying hung jury, right? Hung jury. He was in suspense some more. So get a better plan. They get a feel with a hung jury. If we angry or not. If we mad. It's too close to the holidays. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 the weather's nice. Shit, it was 85 degrees today. October the 3rd. Right. 85 degrees. This is a different climate here. Everybody's on edge. Yeah, everybody it's, is it's on edge. It's a young kid out here now. This younger generation, these young kids who listen to Swerve, Swerve, Swervo. I like that song. But them kids not afraid of shit. You know what them kids like? What? They like them motherfucking monsters that was in I Am Legend. They coming for your ass. They don't give a shit. These kids nowadays, you got to pacify them, sucker them in. And then get in the real because they think they know the real. They want to be immortalized when they get killed or go to jail. Oh, he a savage. Oh, he this. Oh, she was this. She was that. Honestly, I I, I think kids are like that nowadays because they're given everything. Because the generation before them, we've went through all the fucking bullshit and it ain't like that in 2018 no more you know what i'm saying 2018 is the pamper your fucking child fucking era you know what i'm saying and give them a fucking trophy for walking across the street or fucking getting a c in school because they didn't get an f you know what i'm saying like no child left behind man fuck that shit kids need to be left behind if they ain't gonna keep up darwinism motherfuckers (laughs) <laughs> the, the thoughts of Sound Guy Mike. And, and they, they don't get no better because they don't have that that real tough love coming from home. You got tough love coming from home, you seem to be prepared more for it in society. So we could join on each other. Me and you could join on each other. If my mama ain't told me already, your breath stinking, your head nappy. So I didn't heard that already from my mama. So now I'm prepared for you at class. That that mm-hmm. you just came to a perfect perfect example, right? Because I I got my two youngest are two little girls, you know. Uh-huh. But my nine year old, you know, she's like she's like real self conscious and shit like that. So I've been calling her fat and all types of other shit to like, you know what I'm saying? And she's like, Dad, why you keep being so mean to me? And I was like, because if I mean to you and I say it that many goddamn times, when a, when somebody, another kid says that to you at school, you're going to be like, oh, whatever. My dad says it to me all the time. Who cares? You know, it's not going to phase her, you know. And so now, at least, like, like you know, what Magic said, it builds them up, you know what I'm saying, to fucking go out there and be able to deal with that. Now, fucking Joe Smo 
cause her fat, she ain't gonna get all fucking hurt, you know. Yeah, like, it took whatever. T- it took me time for me to build that. That I didn't have nobody doing that to me at all. So it took me time to have thick fucking skin, period. So when I got to high school, I they started cracking. I started cracking jokes back. Dude, I'm talking about I I've 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 made my daughter cry just from me like calling her fat or she's not fat. She's skinny. You know what I'm saying? She's actually really skinny, and I I need to eat. She actually needs to eat more. You you know, and uh, she appreciate later on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's not like I, I'm not like, oh, you're fat and blah blah blah. You need to lose weight. Girl, I used to date. Used to cuss me out all the time. She used to just be a cusser. So I used to laugh. Story. I thought it was funny. <laughs> actually, we still pretty cool to this day. No she asked me one day. She said. Why you be laughing when I be cussing your motherfucking ass out? I say, because you remind me of my mother. Like, she used to cuss me out like that. I say, nothing you can say to me with no curse words can hurt my feelings. Right. I'm used to that. I'm, that's, I I got on a, a repellent for that shit. Right. That's nothing. But if you come with some some large dictionary words and cuss me out <laughs> and fuck me around. That's the other language, right? I'm damn near like like my man on the boondocks. What you say, little nigga? <laughs> Did you just call me retarded without saying it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she called you. So if they if she, if she called you an imbecile, yeah, you inconceivable imbecile. Instead of saying you black ass motherfucker, yeah, you, be, she, you know what she told me one day. What? I came in the daylight. <laughs> this is the funniest shit ever. She cracked her eyes. She seen the sun, looked at the clock, looked at her phone and said, you have the balls of a brass-ass monkey coming in here this time of morning. Okay. <laughs> Your shit going to be out of here and as soon as I get up. And I just laughed my ass off. Your and mom she, told you that? No. That's okay. what the old girl told me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, Because, you know, I've been out all night drinking all right. with rice and coach. So, so she called it a... Uh, Trotting up and down 75th Street, uh-huh. cocktailing, good timing, bending my elbows. <laughs> <laughs> bending your elbows. Hey, she said, your shit getting out of here today. Man, that shit was so funny to me. When she got up, I was six wins. She told every last one of her girls uh-huh. that she called that morning. This motherfucker think it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up and did what I did, and then she was calm. She cooked me dinner. What did you do? Drop that dick off. Pops. <laughs> All right. Boo. Rewind. That's just weird. I'm gonna let her listen to it. Nigga said on on um. Nigga said on on and basically said on on Twitter. He said um. Put Kendrick, the Holy Trinity is Kendrick, Drake, and Cole. J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick. They would reign supreme or be phenomenal in any era of hip hop. Your thoughts? Start with you, Z Man. Talking to the mic. Put the mic right in yeah. front of you. Kendrick Cole, Kendrick, J. Cole, and uh, Drake would be phenomenal in any era of hip-hop. 
any right now. That's all that matters. Is they supreme right now? Okay. It don't matter. You taking it easy right now? Yeah. Come on, don't give me that, nah, don't give me the bullshit, man. Right don't give me the bullshit. Did you listen to those three? I don't listen to too much rap no more. Okay. I listen to what? Um, Talk radio. No, I, I listen to um. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. Yeah. That too, but um, under uh, the um XM. Okay, satellite radio. Yeah, the um old school rap station on there. Forty three. Backspin. Uh, it's the LL Cool J. L- yeah. yeah. One now, so that's about it. That's about. So you don't listen to J Cole. I don't listen to none of it. None of it. Okay. Sound guy. <coughs> you can go back to camera work now, Z. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna come back to you in another. I got another one. Go ahead. Okay. That's bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. Because first of all. Tupac and Biggie are dead. If Tupac and Biggie were alive, yeah, I'm going to go back there. First of all, there would be no fucking Drake. Kendrick Lamar, he'll, he'll probably make some. He would probably, like, back back in the uh, Biggie and Pac days and Snoop and, you know what I'm saying, like, NWA days and all these other fucking. You had phenomenal, the Wu-Tang days. Are you fucking kidding me, Joe? Them motherfuckers was not going to be heard at all. Kendrick might make some noise as far as, oh, this guy might be something to look out for. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole, no. Uh, Drake, hell no. You say J. Cole, no? No. No. Really? No. Okay, go ahead. He's not, like, lyrical enough. Really? No. No. Not. No, not to me. Tell these people your uh, social media handle so they they don't cuss us out. (laughs) (laughs) Look. J. They Cole would not a legion of fans. I, I don't care how many fans the motherfucker has. You did know you, what I'm did saying? You, did you go to his concert? Did you hear about his concert? He's a great all? artist. He is for this time. He is a great artist for this time. He fits his time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and so does Kendrick. Kendrick, he could probably Kendrick could probably go back. You know what I'm saying? He could probably make some noise. I don't see J. Cole making noise back then. Okay. And I. Drake isn't even on the fucking radar. He's from fucking Canada. You know what I'm saying? That's not even on the fucking radar back then. You, 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 you feel me? You, you don't like Canadians? I didn't say I like Cana- I don't like Canadians. I said he's from fucking Canada, and Canada wasn't even on the radar back you then. Act like, you act like he's a, Me- he's a Mexican from... from uh, so uh, you don't uh, like Mexicans? Idaho or some so shit So you like don't that. like Mexicans from Idaho? <laughs> 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 no, you look, I just flipped it on you like that. You know, but no, it, there's no fucking way. Drake would have even... Came close back then. Magic Mike. OG. Triple OG. That's that guy's opinion. Uh, phenomenal in any era of hip-hop. Phenomenal. You said phenomenal. 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 Yes. No. You say no. Not phenomenal. Those that, three. That, that's that guy's opinion. I mean, he has to be younger. He's He, he, he really is into those guys. So you're not, you're not going to change this guy's opinion at all. Like, you're not going to change my opinion about Bobby Brown. Jay. <laughs> I go with Bobby. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about Jay, LL, and Q. You know what I'm saying? I think they're phom- phenomenal in any area. And in my opinion, no. Because yeah. LL, LL, there's you know, something for hip hop. That was him on the way out. Yeah, yeah, that was on the way out. But yeah, but, like, but you catch LL with. Mama I said, need, "Knock you out." The I era. need love. Oh. 
He made niggas open up their feelings. Right. Yeah. I need love. Yeah, that was a, that was a dope ass room. song. Yeah. Sometimes I stare at the wall. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Those are stories, man. Motherfuckers right. don't do that no more. No, you, you don't. You don't tell them. I'm bad. Uh, rock the bells. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got you got to rock the bells that really had the hard beat with the with the with the rock and roll. But you had him talking mega shit, which was really hip hop back then. Right. He he he. Uh, LL's your name. Cookie Raid is good. Cool J is good. Good. You bring the wood, Pecker. I bring the wood. The bells are ripping and scraping through your body and soul. What do you rock? Like what do you like, Cool J? It ain't rock and roll. Right. Because it ain't the glory days with Bruce Springsteen. I'm not a Vernon, so I know I make Madonna scream. Come on, man. That nigga was saying some shit. Yeah, that was Rock the Bells. So he, he said shit like that, and then him and Mo D had a legendary battle, and these niggas went in there with Jack the Ripper and How You Like Me Now, and LL, uh, 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 Mo D came and took the L's, and uh, LL stands for lower, lethargic, low, you know, uh, long, liver, lip, look. Man, he went off on that. I thought LL stood for Ladies Love Cool Jams. Yeah, but, that was the diss, though, but, 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 but cool he Mo took D. the L's, and he took every L word and put it in there. Right. And fucked LL up. LL came back out with Walking With a Panther, and he tried to do the, the shit that, that Puffy and him did before his time. And he came with, uh, that's when, that's in 89. That's when P.E. went and the shit was going hard with the fight the power. Right. And then here come Brad Newby and here comes all these these Tribe Called Quest and all these guys. Okay, but and listen, listen got, a, got chicks and Moet bottles. And listen to the Panthers. era, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, listen to their, their fucking surroundings, their environment that they were in. You know what I'm saying? These dudes these days ain't got that environment no more. And, like, and that's that's because you're great. That's because you're getting older. How old are you? About thirty one. Thirty two. Right? It, it's you it's, should you supposed to like J Cole. You don't like J Cole. I didn't say I didn't like him. I just said he wouldn't be phenomenal in every fucking era. You know I, what I'm saying? I think he probably like, would because he, he got he got con, he has content. Drake knows how to make a hit. Kendrick does too. So you Kendrick, agree with the Kend- person? Here. Kendrick is a, is is a is a dope. Kendrick is dope, man. He's dope. I, I don't get all this. He's shit. an acquired taste, though. Just like uh, Ghostface. You feel me? Ghostface is an acquired taste. What, what, what's the song where he said about '87 for the weekend? I don't know what I the fuck. I just bought an '87 for the weekend with Future, right? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, I don't I'm either. I, I, I'm thinking he's talking about like an '87. Yeah, play it every other song. Okay, that's I what, what I thought. '87. So, do I think he'll be? The dude might be right. You saying the dude might be right? Yeah, because. Drake knows he don't make the, the the greatest sounding like he don't make classic albums, but he gonna have three singles off of them. Bullshit, Magic Mike. Three let singles. Tell you, let me tell you this. Now, the guy said phenomenal in any rap era. Now I said point blank, bottom line, from eighty eight to ninety six, he would have got swallowed up. Wanna know why? 88 is when the motherfucker blew through the roof. What was being prevalent back in 88 at that time? It was 13 gold or platinum rap albums that came out that summer. Everything was mostly 13 hardcore hip-hop. Even Biz Markie. In 88, right? Yeah, Biz Markie was dope. In 88, this is the year that, you know. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Press. This is your year. 
Your year I, of 88. I know all that shit. You can't okay, so what I'm saying shit. is. I think he would survive. Drake would not have survived in from 88 to Hell especially no. Drake. There was African Bombada back then. Listen too, to what I'm like. saying. My turn now, guys. Drake would not have survived anywhere between 88 to 95. No, just would not have. Because what was they what was, what was we doing back then? What was the, the chatter back then, Magic Mike? Z-Man? Let's be honest and think about it. Give him, give him the mic back, too, please. What was the chatter back then? Yeah, to be a the, writer. The niggas, niggas did not like Big. And, and, the, and from 94 to 97, niggas didn't like Big. We talking about Wu-Tang niggas, J. Rudy Damager. All them niggas didn't like, they didn't like the shiny suit era. They didn't like the Coogee the rap. They didn't like the nigga fronting, saying this shit and that shit, and he wasn't really, was, go ahead, and, and, and wasn't really with it. They didn't like the shit with, with the R&B hooks. On the choruses. Back then. Think about what I'm saying here, guys. 88 was the year that that shit blew up. We talking about Kane, Rakim, NWA, uh, uh, Public Enemy, Slick Rick, period. We had Tone Loke. Right. He had a single. We had. Um, what did he have? We had two. Funky Cole Medina. And what else did he have? Wild Thing. Yeah. Okay? So he's oh, he's only known for two singles. Young MC. Now we're talking about as far as like Young Bust the Move. I know, but we had whack rap, uh, rappers out back then. I'm, I'm specifically saying Drake. I'm specifically saying Drake would not have survived 88 to 95 to 96. If he was signed a bad boy, then maybe so. But 88 to 95, he wouldn't have survived. Everything was hardcore. Uh uh uh, if hardcore with dreads or uh um um niggas had razors in their mouth over on the East Coast, um everything was Timberland boots, stomping niggas out, uh uh flannel shirts. Think about it, we all wore flannel shirts like we was NWA, like we was West Coast and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Drake wouldn't survive. Drake's music style of the R and B and the hip hop situation. Would not have survived. He would have got clowned and panned for that shit. He would have got clowned and panned for it. He would have got. He would have adjusted to the times, though. You know, he probably wouldn't have did the shit he's doing now, back then. What 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 person that you compare from '88 to '95 to Drake? What rapper? What sing song rapper? Can you even do such? MC Hammer. Rap. MC Hammer had hits, but MC Hammer could spit also. But he got clowned for the hammer pants and for the dancing. His best line was, I'm dope on the floor. But what? I'm magic on the mic. (laughs) 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 Think about it, though. Now, Cole, Cole is a storyteller. He's a rhymer. So he, what would... Who would he have been pigeoned in with? The Tribe Called Quest. The Outcasts. So maybe he could. He could survive. He could have had a career in that era. Maybe so. But see, I'm a person that likes Lord Finesse, Showbiz, and AG. Woo! I'm, I'm that kind of, I'm the gang star. Now, Kendrick? Yeah. I'm saying Drake wouldn't have survived. 
Only time Drake would have came in through the Mace era. Think about it. The Mace era. He had to come in through that the Mace era that led up to the Nelly era. Why the damn the No Limit shit was popping off. He wouldn't have survived. I, I was going to say Drake would have to come after Nelly. Because even Nelly was popping, and he that that was like Nelly, Murphy Lee, you that know was, what I'm saying? All of them, it, that was like the fucking style and shit. Did you, did you, that did, was the party rap era. There ain't no party rap for Drake. In any era, that's what he's that's what the guy's saying. In any era, those three would have survived. I don't know. I'm not saying Drake could survive in that era. I really can't. Drake would have fit in right next to Ja Rule, and they got him to fuck up out of there. Oh, yeah. No. I agree. He would have to I come agree. in that in that part. He can't come in the slap music era, in the crunk era. You can't put him in there. With, you can't put him in there with the crunk era. Shit, you can't put him in there in, in 98. You remember, with, yeah. 98, what's the year? That's when he came in. Huh? That's when he came in. Who? You the fucking bad. He came you the in in 98. Drake? No, no, I'm talking about Ja Rule. Oh. Drake, Drake couldn't put... No, no, but Drake, no, Ja Rule Drake came was... in... I mean, Ja Rule came in on rapping. Yeah. He but was he... spitting rapping. He was rapping. And he, he was singing. No. Ja Rule was singing too. Your no. lips, your eyes, That's I, 01. Then... That's 01. Oh, okay. That's 02. What, what was the song him and uh, uh, Jay and Emil was on? I don't know, but he was spitting. That make no difference. Can I get a what? Uh, what some some crap. He was spitting. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't doing all the. He wasn't doing the. Uh, 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 your lips, your eye, and on his first inception, no. <coughs> Think about what I'm saying. Are you talking about like Vinny Vitivici? He came in rapping. Yeah, he that was, was a spitting. Dope album. Now, let's go take it back before then. When he was with the Cash Money Click, he was spitting in '95. So you had to be a spitter. You the had to be a spitter. Drake could not could not survive, and like I said, from '88 to '95, '96, he couldn't do it no. unless. Man, you got to understand also. I think you could have fucked with it. I think you could have fucked with it. No, man. Not what will I be with my baby if that shit could go? That was go. that was one. Man. Oh two, Jaru had a good three year run. Man. Yeah, he did. He, he, he a did. good three year run. Let's be honest. From two thousand one, from from two thousand one, I to forgot my song. Ninety nine to two thousand three, he had a good he was, down, that down was his ass run. bitch. <laughs> Everybody say yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was that was a bang. Doing that era, didn't digital under, underground? Hit? That's ninety one. But that's still in between that time. Yeah. That's ninety and ninety one. That's yeah. and they only had two songs. We're talking about now that Jake, whole that whole motherfucking sex packing CD used to rock though. Any drug dealer was it was it's it's that's a lot of unwanted babies was made off that motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. That's you don't even remember one line from that none of that shit. Yes, I do. You remember a song or two, but you don't remember you can't you can't sit up and quote if no. You, if you kiss me and I kiss you back, that's the hook. Yeah, you gonna remember the no no no. 
Okay. Are you talking about the bars? Hey, yo, fat girl. Bars. We talking about bars, my nigga. Bars. Yeah. Yo, fat girl, come here. You take me. Yeah, I call you bars. fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. Yeah. That's the cliche bars. Yeah, yeah I call huh? you fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. What? That doesn't stop me from getting busy. What are you talking about? I once got busy in the Burger King bathroom. bars like? Right. Well, Kendrick, you remember bars, period. Now, 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 I'm just saying. Drake would have got ate up and swallowed and chewed out and spit out in that era because he would have got dissed the fuck out of that era. The nigga can really spit though. Right. Not according to these niggas. Not according. To, not when you go back and forth between that and the singing and this shit. He can't really spit like that. He don't get kudos to these niggas like 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 back then. And you can you can't no, magic. You cannot sit up and tell me any nigga that can rap like motherfucking Big Daddy Kane. No. And he light-skinned it. He cannot do And Kane. then he can goddamn and sing like I'll be sure. Kane would have killed him. give it to him. Kane would have, Kane, Rakim, you know who would have dissed the fuck out of Drake and ended his fucking career? Think about it. What's one, which one rapper would have just crushed him? Fucking Pac, man. No. Are you talking about LL? No. It's, he's, it's, he's saying, yeah, LL might have... Might, might have took him on as a yeah. battle, but I'm not talking about him. What it's the a, fuck? I think man, you know I, I thought I come up with Come on, Crush Modi, Ice T, and his girl. Think about it now. Come on, what one rapper would it if 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 when Drake was popping? If Drake was popping during that time, what one rapper would have came and dissed his gets the fuck out of him? He threw somebody off the stage. Karis one. PM Dawn is nothing but it was right, is nothing right. but Drake. He threw the big motherfucker off the stage and made the other nigga run. Think about what I'm saying then. But he didn't everybody was to... rocking with that set of drifts record. Remember that now. Set of drift of memory bus. That's nothing but Drake. That's what that one song. But he didn't do it to no hardcore niggas. He didn't go to the West Coast and fuck with them with Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, but he didn't go fuck with them niggas. Think about, he knew had them pistols. I didn't even say Ice Cube. Hey, did, hey, My did, God, I'm, I'm just saying though. But I'm saying Drake he did it to some niggas that was singing. He didn't do it to no motherfucker. Real think, motherfuckers. And you think if 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 that was Drake, that that nigga wouldn't if throw he had him bars, off the stage? You got to respect the bars. He then wouldn't have no bars because he would go back to this singing shit. He did, would toss that nigga off the stage. Didn't Big Daddy Kane do a song? Didn't he sing a song with um, Barry White? Yeah. Years after the bars it was, was over. It was in between Years that time, after, though. yeah. He did that on, on some on some uh, Quincy Jones shit. Fuck that. We talking about the bars shit, man. Now, J. Cole. J. Cole. I don't know. Think about it. I mean, come on, imagine. J. Cole would have had a chance. He would have, like what I years? said. What years? <sighs> Fuck. You're 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 a kid. Ninety five to ninety eight, Jay would have had. Uh, Jay Cole would have had a chance. No, no. You don't think so? Who was dominating ninety five to ninety eight? Yeah. Who else? Yeah, big was. Who else? Jay Z was there too. Yeah. Who else? Pac. Who else? Pac was dead ninety six, so I don't count him right there. Still, he had so he had like but a he, had, thousand he had a lot songs. of shit going out still, right? He had yeah. a thousand songs that came out. His, Who else? His 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 Tupac keep him out of this shit because his his he's a whole different genre. He's his, over in Malaysia right now. His, his, that's what I heard today too. <laughs> he's his, over in Malaysia, according to shit. His controversy son. was bigger than his rap career. The shit he did, going to jail, 
getting shot. I disagree with you 100%. J. Cole, J. Cole. I disagree with you. J. Cole would not. That man fucking went triple platinum, dog. And we haven't even, you know what one rapper. Quad, triple, quadruple platinum. Listen, listen. listen. What one rapper we ain't talked, we ain't even mentioned tonight right now that was alive during that era too and still, still putting out albums right now. Right now. But what one rapper that was has been through all these eras and seen this shit? Not, you're not talking about Dr. Dre. You're, you're not talking about Eminem. Came in ninety one. Oh, ninety one. Give me another clue, man. Came in ninety one. Battle Jay Z. Nas. Think about it. Nas had a had a, had, had a run. Nas had an ugly run. Nas, Nas just didn't have an ugly run. Nas is one of the shapers of of Thank rap you. and hip hop. Thank you. Now, like you can can't you, you can't say rap and hip hop without throwing. His can name you say in J there. Cole would have survived? It took y'all about seven minutes to do this shit. With the talking about him now, they got they, they, nobody mentioned Nas. Just because he wear a kufi don't mean that he nice. Well, here we go, Tobiasus. Yeah. And if we not talk. You said through. You said J Cole would have survived through ninety five and ninety eight. Well, who popped off in 98? Who popped off in 97? Come on. How old were you in 97? Fuck, I can't remember. You're 31 now. How old were you in 97? He's 12. You be 32 this year? No, I'm 33 this year. 33 this year. Who was was in 97? Who popped the fuck off? Who got signed and popped the fuck off? Think about it. What's one rapper? Oh, man, one rapper. But I, I was trying to remember. What's one of the biggest rappers ever? DMX. Come on, man. You DMX think- would have ate that nigga up. Now I'm just thinking about it. Damn. Let's talk about Cole now. Damn. Real quick. Before we no, get- he would have been with, he Cole been with Bobby Brown and Lamaldum with his fucking dog doing crap. Yeah, Fuck man. Bobs. <laughs> Fuck Dude, DMX would have ate all them niggas, man. And he would have... Would have went back for seconds, you know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, now let's see. Damn, I forgot all about it. Let's I, let me ask you about Kendrick. Kendrick, through all those eras, we talking about through the snap music era, dude. When you the throw crunk DM, music, the right. crunk music era, the snap music era, the uh, 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 the oh. the Tim's era, dude, no. the Coogee rap era, the uh, Gold Chain era. Tim's era was all DMX, dude. That was all DMX. He he hit he him and Rough Riders locked that fucking era the fuck down. I honestly think they're the reasons why Tim's were so fucking popular. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all DMX wore was Tim's. I, he, he was the reason why I wanted Tim's. You know what I'm saying? Because he was walking on the street performing in Tim's. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted some. You know what rapper was Drake before Drake? What what run rapper was uh, uh, J Cole before J Cole, and he's from here. Yes, and he barely, barely got through, barely survived. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, Common's a conscious rapper. You know what I'm saying? And you think J Cole's not? No, I didn't. He is. You know what I'm saying? He but barely. But but Common is. J. Cole and Common's style is completely different. You know what I'm saying? Common's the type who, it, it, when you listen to his music, it's almost like you're reading a fucking book. You don't, you don't agree with that? You agree with that, Magic? With his assessment? No. I like that. I, I, I paid attention to, to a lot of Common. 
So you saying Common and J. Cole got similarities? They got somewhat You say they don't have similarities? No, uh, no. Do you say they have similarities? I, I, they have very mirroring similarities. So and he barely got through, G. He barely got through. Coming when from where his, he come from. Huh? Uh, he didn't break through really until he made uh, I Used to Love. Like the first uh, Cannonball Dollar was good. That was like, like 94. Like, like, that was like, like, like Water for Chocolate was like his, his, his fourth album. Okay. Uh, that was after Electric Circus. And uh, the Common album, you know what I mean? With uh, I used to love her, yeah. and uh, Buy a Dollar was the first one. Then he uh, was I used to love her album. The one where he had nothing to do and all that shit. Best shit was Trooper to the Loop with Joe Precision, Cutting Classic, Good Ass, but still go to the Vision. Over your Mellow's house, while his old girl was at work, bust a spoolie on the spread, but still get some on your shirt. Like that shit, like that was the shit that I uh. I got uh, more uh, Rams in the models. Got folks. I got styles since I went to McDonald's wearing boots. <laughs> you, you know, like, like he was, he was, he was. Yeah, like he he was like honestly. That was my man. I was I was fucking with him because he rapped about shit that I could really relate to. Who couldn't relate to if you went to public school talking about cutting class, good ass, but still go to the bitch. But he me. also went to That's me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. I I honestly didn't really. It's probably because of my age. Yeah, but was, yeah that was in '92. So you you you, yeah. was, you was a young kid. Yeah. Like he was. But like I was saying, I really didn't like. I listened to all his older stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, look what the fucking career I'm in. So you know, I um, I I didn't honestly start liking his music until B. Yeah, that's one of his best albums to me. Could Kendrick survive the Dipset and the and the Nelly era? No, nah, it was a different movement then. It's hard it, to say, dude. It, it, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't really about the lyrics so much as it, as it was more so about a, a, a chant and a party type groove. Like I was just that, thinking man. that was one of the worst rap eras. What? That time, that 92, I mean 2002, the Dipset and all that. You didn't like Dipset? Nah. I love Dipset. Turn this mic off. <laughs> you like them? Yo, Dipset, no, Dipset, what? You like them like that? I like Cam. I, I I like I like Jules Santana and I like Cam. You like Cam and Jules? We the same age, was. right? That's all it was. No, it was more than that. It was a it was a the purple haze shit. It was a fulfilling era. I'm trying to tell y'all, it was an, an astonishing marketing era. That's that why they concerts be outside in the Popeyes parking lot right now because all the no, niggas is some fucking dope fans. Oh all they fans is dope fans dying off. <laughs> they got them. That's why they got these dialysis clinics all around the fucking city now. You see that shit? They got dialysis clinics everywhere. 27-year-olds uh, need two kidneys. Pop it! <laughs> Face fat as a fucking catch. What, what era? What <laughs> Nigga, did you just say a 27-year-old need what? Two kidneys. Drinking all this fucking syrup and lean, trying to be like Cam. And and Jewel Santana, who ain't got a tooth in his head right what now. About the, what about the South, though? Yeah, the niggas. South got something to do with that shit, man. Project Pat? Uh, Lil Wayne, too. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm if a, you listen to Project Pat, you you need to, you should have been digging a grave every time you listen to that shit. Give me, I love Project Pat. Give me a rewind. I'm going to come back to it. Give me a rewind. <laughs> Did you finally listen? To, <laughs> did you finally listen to the Carter Five? 
Mm-hmm. And what's your thoughts? He learned how to stay on one vowel syllable <laughs> and just <laughs> say it for the whole fucking song. You, have you listened to Carter Five yet? I'm on Doc. I gotta ride. Gotta die. Nah. Try. Have you? You said bitch. you don't listen to it. Um, the album is trash. I, I like it. That's what people keep saying. I need to listen track. to it for myself, though. Listen to it. I, I, I don't want to taint your ear, but from a production standpoint, production. He still got lyrics. He still can bring it. Production standpoint, the album is depressing and trash. And I don't blame him. Did he I don't, Wait, let me finish. I don't know. He didn't produce none of it. He had 23 different producers. He had Swiss beats on there. Now he got a he got a fucking uh, uh, dance challenge going on now. Guess what he sampled? The G Dep special delivery record by by by. by and now everybody's doing the fucking the uh, uh, chicken head or whatever that fucking dance was back then. That special chicken delivery. noodle soup. Yeah, they're doing all that kind of that dance that made a comeback. Now everybody's doing that now. Uh, look up it. Hashtag uproar challenge. But I'm trying to tell you this now. The album was trash. It was depressed. I don't blame him for it. I blame Birdman and Slim because they depressed that boy so fucking much for them last four or five years before this album came out. He was so depressed. He didn't know how to pick beats. And you could tell. He tell he talking about, I, fi- I fire a nigga up, bop, bop, pop, 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 and all this kind of, kind of shit. And the song is like, like it's like a Younger and the Restless theme song. That's you how bad this shit is. Uh, you have to listen to yourself. You might like it. To me, it's not mixtape wheezy. He didn't pick the right beats. And I'm one of the persons that loves production. What's the one with Mrs. Officer on it? That's Carter 3, right? It could be. I, I'm not sure. The Carter 3, I think. Is Ooh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's the Carter 3. That's when I stopped buying his albums. Because... The Carter Three to me at the time I was like a big yeah, Wayne fan. Yeah, that's fan. the one that's ten years old. Yeah, that's the Carter Three. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Wait, 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 rewind. Why you don't like Project Pat? Walk, 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 chicken head. Exactly. I don't need no shit like that. Good moogly, googly. No. <laughs> None of that shit. <laughs> only, only, only song I really liked for them niggas down in Memphis was uh, Lay It Down, Lay It Down. That's a ball MJK. MJK. They from Memphis, Tennessee. MJG. MJG. When any lady that know the last verse of MJG, thirty buses in my yard talking shit about a bitch, can't it be the bitch's family, but they look like thirty thirty tricks talking about why I meet that hoe, fuck the hoe. I'm in love. She know all the words to that. I'm in love. <laughs> you, you, you got to know that because <laughs> you got a ratchet side on you that hasn't been tapped into. And I didn't watch the bitch mouth that off, and I didn't send her a long island. Like, because that, that's usually like the last song of the fucking party. At Francis? At, at any club I'm in. Like, play that song. Lay it down, lay it down. Yeah. You hoes, lay it down, lay it down. I said my mom was a trickle, so I'm knowing them cunnels. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Crown Balls and Feeling Love. <laughs> All Bullshit uh, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. Now on Apple Podcasts, now on SoundCloud, now on Pocket Cast, wherever you hear, on Anchor, or wherever you hear uh, podcasts at, download, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, shout out, before you do that, shout out to uh, uh, Sound Guy Mike, thank you. Oh, it was a 
Always a pleasure, fellas. Shout out to my man Z-Man finally getting on the mic. On the camera work. Hopefully he gets the, the angles and edits in and zooms in on niggas and shit like that when we making our points. Um, shout out to Delcy. I miss you tonight. Um, Sour Dutch, holla. Uh, Magic Mike, take us out. If it is to be, it's to be up to you, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Y'all keep no, supporting. No, no, do the child support one, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Go ahead, remember. go ahead. If it is to be, it's to be up to you. Uh, y'all keep supporting us, man. We appreciate all y'all. Y'all listening, y'all share this shit. Jessica, I'm going to get out there to Vegas. I got to go see my daughter, Brittany. And I'm going to come, I'm going to slide on you. Hang out with you a little bit. And, uh... We got to get to Florida. We got to go get to see Onika, man. We got to go see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we got to go watch watch some deers with my man up in Jersey. Yeah. I got to make some rounds, man. So I said I was going to start traveling more. My daughter get out. She out. Yeah, you can go. She, you got she doing good. She got jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I fight for free anyway. Right. United. First class. Stand by me like a motherfucker. It don't make a difference. I get on that <laughs> motherfucker for free. I will stay there for three days in the airport. You hear me? <laughs> To fly for free, I fly for free. just to fly for free. You stay there three days. Yeah, man, the shit, dude. Where's she, where's she working at now? Who your daughter? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, Cole's uh, Cole's Warehouse. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So she working. She like her daddy. She she gonna work. Yeah. She gave dude. up the mixed martial arts thing. No, she gonna do that shit. She ain't no fighter. She like her mama. <laughs> She ain't a fighter. She, she a wolf like her daddy. Yeah. Talk a motherfucker down. You bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> she bitch. Hey, look. Um, I got a gun. <laughs> I got a bazooka. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, 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 like, once again, I want to say shout out to Big Squeeze O, Gizarelli. Everybody. Together the other day, huh? You and Squeeze O? Yeah. That yeah. was me and Squeeze O from. Uh, uh, Squeeze O went to FAMU down there. Um, Shout out to family that be always be on HBCU Confessions. We didn't get to none of the questions tonight and everything. I just wanted to have a good conversation, good talk. And Jamal we did. starts this same shit in the barbershop with this J. Cole and all this shit. Like, he loves this type of shit. I, he can talk about this shit till 18 o'clock in the morning, but kid, not tonight. The kid, Come on, let's go. DJ Heineken, when, DJ Heineken, a.k.a. Magic Mike, wouldn't play Lil Baby Drip Harder. That little, little baby and young gunner. Drip Harder. That's a hot record. What song is that? Drip Harder by Lil Baby and Young Gunner. Oh, what's, what's the other song? Lil Gunner or something. The other like song that. he kept singing the other day in the shop. Uh, wham, wham, wham. Bitch, I'm a baby. That that song there. That's with Drake. What the <laughs> fuck is that? And the other one, uh, it's another song he kept singing the other day. I don't know, man. Man, Black singing the shit the whole day. By who? Uh, some dude is on uh, it's on the radio now, man. It's the Juice World Kid, uh, Lil hey, Uzi. What's that? What's that? Uh, Juice World Kid. What's the name of the song? Uh, so, uh, Shadows of My Heart. Some shit like that. I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, Juice World is from Chicago. It's yeah, some other stuff, Juice World. You never heard of? It? I thought that that that's the love that I gave you. That's Juice. I thought that was Post Malone. This whole no, time. it's on me, baby. It's on me, baby. Yellow Beezy. Yeah, man, that, that's Yellow, a, I, we, I broke him up. I broke that record here on this podcast. And you wonder why I need to hear Ralph Tresman at the end of the day. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. That's good music. Pop it. <laughs> Fuck it, it's what we need.
Reasonable Ignis Bob Reasonable Ignis Podcast Bombs Any fucking era, man. Drake will get ate up in any fucking era.